Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with Avi and Elliot's podcast. You know what? I haven't done this in a long time, and it's my own fault. But I haven't done a date night with my partner Abby in we were thinking the other day in ages. We're actually how long? November. Oh, maybe October. It's been. I had one on Saturday. Everyone uses this excuse. Yeah, but you live in it. And I'm not saying you have an easier life than me, but you have an easier life than me. You you live in in an apartment with a low-maintenance dog. I'm in a house that needs constant work with a dog that's just had surgery and another big buff head. We just, lately, we've really struggled to make time, which is a shit excuse, but we have. So we're finally going out on Friday night. And I went through my wardrobe. I realised I don't have one shirt. I don't have one shirt to wear on a date night. No, you've got all Triple M crap. I've got Triple M polo shirts. I've got football polo shirts. I've got football jerseys. And hey, that's it. she'll love to see you at a romantic venue in your San Goanna's jersey, I'm sure. She wouldn't be shocked, but I'd like to do something nice. You know, like actually dress shopping? up. And, no. <laughs> Far I was going to go shopping tomorrow night the, anyway. Can you? Oh, my gosh. What, what did I just say? I don't, have, I don't have time to sniff, let alone go shopping. I'll go you buy you a shirt myself. Oh. I'll buy you a really nice. You tell me your size. Mm-mm. I'm going to go buy it for you tomorrow. No, I, I think won't. the funniest thing is I'm actually wearing one of Elliot's old nice shirts. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually that, like stand up right now, Luke. Yeah, that could have been great at dinner. That'll fit me these. Can you wash that tonight and I'll borrow it and I'll give it back to you? Thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> that a gorgeous shirt. Why did you get away? I didn't fit if it. If I went and bought something for you, it would be similar to that anyway. I, I didn't fit it. I was too fat. And then I lost a bit of weight, so it might fit now. Um, anyway. Are you going to take it back from Luke? No. No, no. Just it, He makes it look good. He's got like the, for those that haven't ever seen a photo or video of Luke, he's got quite long hair that's tied up in a nice little bun. Yeah. He can wear an uh, unbuttoned shirt very well. Yeah. Like the, the tanned, like the tanned Asian skin that's like, oh, I've been trekking through the mm-hmm. wilderness. So you don't know what I do on weekends kind of skin. And he, and he unbuttons yeah. it so low that you're like, I wonder. You can almost see. Giblets. What's there? Yeah, not much. <laughs> um, all right, let's look at the show. We went to Las Vegas today with our mate Dobbo from uh, the Triple M Call team. I I was getting so confused by what time the footy is on the weekend, but finally worked out it's Sunday, basically lunchtime. It kicks off. Yeah, it's off. really good time. Yeah. Ideal, like just a relaxing Sunday afternoon watching the footy. Punters club start up again. I mean, this is honestly, this is the best time of the year. This is the best time of the year. It is Christmas. Well, I mean, my team's actually playing on the weekend, which is helpful. Who are you barracking for out of all the Vegas I think you're a Dolphins fan. I can't keep up with you. Mate, when have I not been a Broncos fan? I don't know. Your whole social media is Dolphins. I get confused. I love the Dolphins. I work for the Dolphins and I've got a a real soft spot for them. They're a new club. They need all the support they can get. They're not a new club. They're an old club. They're a one-year-old club. They're, They're about. One year old NRL club. <laughs> uh, what team I'm supporting could not give a shit. Um, I just think it'll be a fun little festival. Is there a tiny part? Because every single time the Knights win, yeah. I sincerely message you, I'll be happy for you. Yeah. Is there a tiny part of you mm. that when you see the Broncos do well, your heart is warmed? No. And you feel like, no. I'm really happy for her? Like, there's some good people at that club. I really like Kevin Walters, the coach, and some other individuals, but you're a massive club. It's like being happy when Manchester United win in soccer. No, I support yeah, if- your Leicester Cities of the world. No. Nah. Okay. No. Nah, what answer. about the Dolphins? No, nah, I couldn't give up. So you're not happy for them? I'm not unhappy. I just don't care. What about the Cowboys? It's like when you talk to Luke about football. That's how I feel towards these teams. i got a soft spot for the Cowboys because I grew up in North Queensland. <laughs> okay, and, and so you, you criticise me about the Dolphins' love when yeah. yours is pretty much the same. What do you mean? Well, you have the Knights, but then you also love the Cowboys. Well, I don't share all the Cowboys stuff on my Instagram. I, I don't know what you're talking about. You share it on this show. 
What? News? Yeah, you say like, you want hey, footy news. news oh, I'll just stop bringing you news. You can make up stories like you normally do. <laughs> I just know, I yeah. know deep down that oh, when the Broncos win, you go, for the Bronco. so happy for no, you. No, they're my least favourite team if I had to pick one. Surely the Roosters are at the bottom. I've never disliked the Roosters. That was Manly. My, my stepdad's team. Nah. Sharks. They're having a good time. They, didn't they time that Vegas trip well? They got away from Mardi Gras and anything around that. <laughs> they set. definitely shouldn't be in Sydney for that. Uh, all right, let's look. What else do we have? Which dog breeds are the ultimate dog wingman? The call we took from this, he oh, was a nice bloke. I still think he's way off the mark. But also, if you are a single lady of Queensland... Mm. He's a promising catch. I don't know. There's something off about him. Um, also, you had a, or well, by the way, in the world of dating, you were hitting that twice today. You had a public service announcement. That's towards the end of the podcast. Yeah, for, yeah. I just, I, I caught up with single friends on the weekend. I got a lot of messages to relay. Which single friends? Uh, Crystal. Who's that? Crystal Vass, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also... Uh, Chatted to a few single friends on the phone that live in Brisbane and the Gold Coast. So you called them to find out what the dating world's like? No, I just called them to chat. Oh, God. They're all like, how is your unborn child? And I'm like, how is your dating life? It's that Well, they just need to look at your Instagram to find out. Correct. And ditto for them. (laughs) Uh, We still have an hour and 40-minute conversation without a doubt. That that actually gives me anxiety. Uh, If a phone call goes longer than a minute and a half, honestly, I want to jump off. That ain't living, Barry. Got to have long ones. Horrible. Uh, Robbie Thompson from Network 10 previewing the Matildas as well. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, they're in action and a couple of goals up. And qualifying. Uh, You can say g'day on Instagram at any time, rush hour QLD. Uh, Wombat the Steer is actually going to feature on tomorrow's podcast. No, sorry, Friday. Friday's podcast. He'll be making his long away to return to the rush hour. He's got some, some predicting to do. Looking forward to that. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. With the NRL, all eyes are on Vegas, baby. Uh, the NRL kicks off. You'll hear it on Triple M this weekend. First game, I think, 12.30 Queensland time. 2.30 after that comes Sunday. Ripper time, by the way, can mm. I just add? I thought it was going to be yuck. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. So looking forward to that. One uh, part of the Triple M call team joining us now. Hello, Dobbo, live from Vegas. No, not yet. Ah, where are live you? from Agora Hills. Now, for anybody that doesn't know where Agora Hills is, yeah. it is around about an hour and a half on the 101, getting north out of LA, and that's where the Broncos, out of all their worry, have decided to base themselves. So we are there, and tomorrow I'll be lobbing into Las Vegas, which I'm looking forward to. But it has been a week of incidents. It's been a week of some drama, but we are close to football. That's the best thing about it. They're trying to recruit some really big NFL star names to actually come and attend and watch the game. Jordan Mylata being a former NRL player, we're hoping that he's going to head along. But what is the whispers on the ground there, Dobbo? Is there any chance, you know, maybe a Travis Kelsey will show face? I don't think it's a Travis Kelsey, but your little mate who's standing opposite you will be upset by this because I can tell you now, the mail I'm getting is Rob Gronkowski will be present Mm. and watching the game. And if you know Elliot, he's a Tampa Bay Super Bowl winner and he's got a man crush on him. So uh, (laughs) hopefully I'm going to crowbar my way in somehow to meet the Gronk. Can you actually give the Gronk a bit of a lesson on the difference between rugby and rugby league? Because he's done this whole KO promotion where he's like, can't wait to watch the rugby. 
Oh, my God, this is the Americans. They, I mean, rugby league, I, I'm with you, AB. It, like, no one – look, I've got to be honest with you. Um, Saturday night, uh, Friday night, they all went to Crypto Arena to watch the Lakers play. Mm-hmm. So you had the Broncos, you had South Sydney, and you also had the Roosters. All three teams met outside, just happened to be walking in at the same time. So they all stopped. How many Americans do you think stopped to take photos or get autographs or see them? Zero. No one. No one even knows what's going on. I mean, we did a poll today. Liam Flanagan, who I work with, did a poll in the main street of Vegas today about who actually knows about rugby league. Zip. Zippity-doo-dah. Tomorrow when the Australians get in there, uh, I think it'll be a little bit different. But in all seriousness... um, Let's just call it for what it is. This is an absolute awesome situation for the NRL to grow the game, but it's going to take five years, and that's that's the cold hard facts, five years. I mean, it's a difficult situation to be in for them, and they know that, but they'll get 40000 there on Saturday, uh, and then next year they hopefully get fifty, and by five years, hopefully it's full, an 80000 but it won't be full this Saturday. So, Dobbo, for those that want to hear everything that's happening come yep. Sunday before that first game, what time's has Sunday sin been kicking off, and is that with so, you, Gordon, yeah, and Carl with- again? Yeah, Gordy, James Graham, myself, and the great James Hooper, mm-hmm. and we'll be two hours before the twelve thirty game. So I suspect right. we'll be on air from ten o'clock uh, Queensland time. And a big shout out to those North Queensland Cowboys that couldn't handle the heat and reckon it was affecting them, so they had a training camp in Kiama. Go you, good thing. That's real brave. Well done, guys. <laughs> wow, oh. Todd Payton already blowing my phone. Rough You're chuckles. right, Todd. Dobbo is a flog. Enjoy Vegas, <laughs> brother. Hey, good luck this weekend. Looking forward to listening in. Good on you guys. Great to chat. Sometimes you'll meet someone and you think, gee, they do not match their pet. And on the weekend, there was this big burly bloke I was chatting to with a few friends. We were out and about. And he was telling me about how he's single. He's looking to settle down. It's just him and his dog at the moment. But he said, fortunately for me, I've got the best dog when it comes to picking up. So he has what he perceives to be the best breed of dog for walking down the street and having ladies stop and go, oh, what a cute dog. And then instigating conversations with him. Right. He has this guy. He's easily over six foot. He's got a pet dash hound. Okay. A tiny little wiener dog. Yeah. Sausage dog. Uh, a deformed uh, Doberman. He says defiantly that that is the best dog for picking up. So, Queensland, yep. jump in. One, triple, three, five, three. Which breed is the ultimate dog wingman? I refuse to. And look, I know lots of great people out there that own dash hounds and, you know, they're fine or whatever. They wouldn't even be in my top 50. Wouldn't even be in my top 50. You'd, Golden Retriever's in the top five somewhere. Oh, yeah. Your staffy's in there. But honestly, the best thing you could possibly have is a bitzer because a bitzer has a sob story. <laughs> oh, where'd you get? Well, actually, she's a rescue. And, she's and got three legs. Bang, straight, yeah. Yeah, exactly. She came from a broken home. I another do, abandoned her. I do love it when yeah. people say rescue yeah. like as if they jumped into a yeah. burning building to grab the dog out. Exactly right. I rescued her. So if you're asking which breed's the ultimate dog wingman on 13353, I stand firm on a bitzer. It's up there. I have to say, particularly when we were living on the Gold Coast, husband Alex used to say Teddy, Cavalier right. King, Charles Spaniel, yep. used to stop. Like, a lot of ladies would stop him. Yeah. Who's this? You know why? Because the Gold Coast is fake, fake people <laughs> down there, and your dog's a big, like, $5,000 super mega dog. He's not that much, but he is very cute, and he appears to smile at people, which right. helps as well. One of my cousins used to steal Teddy all the time when we were visiting so that he could try and pick up. Oh. Yeah. So I'd say Cavalier King Charles definitely yeah. up there. So true about Gold Retriever and Staffies too, because they look like they just want to give you a hug. It's a bit <laughs> It's not a dash hound, for goodness sakes. Wieners pull the jigs. <laughs>
You'll leave that. One triple three five three. Which breeds the ultimate dog wingman? Cans firstly, Anthony. What have you got? Mate, I have a black Pomeranian. Mm. Okay, so little dog. How well yeah, groomed about four is kilos. how well groomed is said Pomeranian? Uh, super well groomed, especially since I've moved to Cairns because the heat, he would go the groomers probably once a month, yeah. I will give him that because as a woman, you see a well groomed dog, you think, hey, that bloke's not afraid to spend a bit of coin on the it's grooming. A man. Therefore, yeah. he, firstly, well groomed man. Secondly, he yeah. won't judge me on how much I spend <laughs> in grooming. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's terrible logic. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> uh, I, I want to be honest from the outset, Pomeranians, Chihuahuas, they're at the bottom of the pile. For me, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. What, Are you picking up many men on streets uh, with dogs? If I was trying to, I wouldn't yeah. get them with a Pomeranian. Have you owned a small dog, mate? Uh, that's a fair point. Smallest dog I've owned yeah. is a Staffy. Tell me more. Oh, Staffy could run through a solid wall that's if they wanted true. to. <laughs> that's true. Why um, the Pomeranian? Why does it work? Well, to be blatantly honest, mate, my ex-girlfriend had one and I just fell in love with them. Mm. And um, I went ahead and rescued mine from a, a burning building, might I add. Um, but, uh, hey, yeah, who is this yeah. guy? Is he single? <laughs> Unfortunately, I am. But, yeah, they just it's got more personality than mm. any big dog I've ever come across. Okay. Jeez, one triple three five three dead set. Anthony, right. single, has a well-groomed Pomeranian. Yeah. Bit of a sense of humour. Right. If you, yeah. Okay, so you're putting a love ad out for him. I am. He doesn't even okay. have to need to go to a street with the dog. If uh, you've got a, a well-groomed Pomeranian and you want to groom Anthony and a bit of, I don't know, back you're and getting forth really grooming lost or... With this. I don't know. I, I haven't dated in a long time. On you, Anthony. Have a wonderful day. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Constable Lovejoy's Fun Police. I would like to cancel the Mexican wave. TikTok. Hiking is done. People that go into caves. I don't want to sound like an old man, but live in the moment. It's disgusting. You're an idiot. It's time for Elliot to discredit and disown anything that brings people joy. Now, as the head of the Fun Police, the main job is... is I mean, to cancel things that dumb people find fun. So It's a tough gig, but someone's got to do it. And you, you do it with a lot of joy. Yeah, well. You're miserable. Anyway. Thank you. Uh, today, you know my thought. I find it tough with social media because I actually like social media. I like Instagram a lot. I like Twitter. I use all that. I have Facebook. I use it sporadically. It annoys you know what out of me, but... Then there's other times where I think it's the devil. And you don't have TikTok and I have to download no. TikTok videos and send them to you manually that's or you just, won't watch them. That's one too many. Um, which is what I'm thinking today. The, the world of social media, there's way too much going on. And I think there's an easy cancellation we can sort out today. And it's one that I actually have a subscription to, whatever it is. Uh, I sometimes post on, but I realise what a floggy world it is. Uh, today we're going after LinkedIn. If you don't know what LinkedIn is, it's a professional Facebook is essentially what it is. People go on there and say, look how great I am at my job. Everybody throw me a thumbs up for all the hard work I've done. Endorse me for Microsoft Word. I, I challenge more than three people across this state to call one triple three five three and tell me you got a job off LinkedIn. It doesn't happen. That's the purpose of it. You meant to show off how good you are professionally. It is a big, well, I don't know how the PG word is saying this, a big circle Hug. A handshake. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Interesting that you are I've having a crack it. about this particular love platform. Yep. When in the last three or four months, I've seen oh, several posts from the Elliot Lovejoy account. Yep. Proud of our Rush Hour Queensland family. Over $10,000 raised yep. from generous Queenslanders for flood relief and FNQ. Rugby League is back with the Triple M call team every round live on the listener app. Tags work. Yep. 
You're the ultimate link, LinkedIn brown noser. And you when are you, the most active member of the Russian team. Are, you on post LinkedIn. on there incessantly. And when thrilled you, to be on the South uh, 2024 board. A word in? I thought it was my bit. <laughs> and when you read all that, what do I look like? A flog. The and worst is, kind. Exactly. I reread my stuff last night. I said, this is terrible. So this day forward, right here in the beautiful state of Queensland, <coughs> handing down sentencing, we are cancelling LinkedIn. Didn't they get rid of one of them in China recently? They, they got rid of... You can't do something... In, you can't do a lot in China. One of them you can't do. Facebook, something TikTok. like that. No. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook, actually. Wow. I never thought I'd say this. We need to be more like China. Where will you post all of your things that you tag your workplace in then, Instagram. <laughs> Well, lucky everyone gets to share a cell with you then, Elliot. <laughs> exactly. He prisons himself. No, I've never seen it no, before. This segment you. just gets better and better. LinkedIn in the biz. Now, we are just over five months till I am due to give birth for the first time ever. And it is a huge moment in my life and also my mum's as a result. It's scary. To think that women actually do this physically is frightening. I'm worried about... Oh, we're not doing this. A lot. And as a result, bless my mum, she is a nurse. She's keeping me accountable and making sure that I'm ready for the big day. And the key word that has been spouted about from her every single time that she rings me, every text that I get is, Annabelle, are you doing your Kegels right now? Now, Kegel stretches are when you internally stretch. No No one has to know. I'm doing them right now. You can't even tell. Why are we doing this? Because oh, it's beneficial my, for me. My dog that's had a knee Rico is in the studio with today. He, she has sat there the whole time. She's just walked to the door trying to get out. She's actually doing her Kegels she as well. She doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> anyway, other other women out there as well need to be doing Kegels, even if you're not for childbirth. There are long-term benefits. It's all about improved bladder control, strengthening the pelvic organ, and uh, also risk of incontinence, reducing that altogether. Oh so whenever you hear this, Women, I want you to also do your Kegels as best you can. I thought a way to remind me throughout this show is if, you know, for your, for instance, yourself, our no. listeners, just chuck it into conversation here and there. Every time you call up, hey, yeah, it's Adrian from Bundaberg. Also, AB, do your Kegels. Easy as that. I've even figured out ways to incorporate it into some of our show branding. They're Queensland's favourite bickering siblings who aren't siblings. It's Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. AB, do your Kegels. Could be a nice little top of hour. Also, our newsreader, Archie Milligan, he's promised me that in every single bulletin, he'll find a way to put it in. Triple M News. And that's your local news and weather. I'm Archie Milligan. AB, do your Kegels. It's as easy as that. If we all hold each other accountable, it's beneficial for all women, but particularly me for in five months with that big task ahead. Um, Elliot, if you're not on board, apparently Kegels can help men like us, you know, like last a bit longer. Oh, this changes things. Now that he knows that it benefits him, he's going to start wanting the Kegel calls daily as well. I can get mum on to you. She's really good at it. What happened? This once sport-rich show that you used to talk to all your favourite NRL stars and whatever, now our branding is Kegels. Mate, they're only good at sport because I've never Kegels. had a worse visual in my life. Thank you for that. <laughs> Life's great questions. No way. 
haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, if you've never been part of Life's Great Questions, we find the unanswerable, and then we head to you, the smartest people in the world, uh, the Rush Hour family. One triple three five three today. And I've been racking my brain about this for the last few days. So uh, we did our big walk last week in Cairns, AB, 40-odd K that was, and soreness subsided after a couple of days. But And this is a bit gross, sorry, but... What did happen is, I think because I was bashing my shoes the whole time, I lost both my big toenails. Oh, it's like yeah. what people who actually do Everest have happened to them. Yeah, what, what real athletes do. Um, they fell off, it hurt at first, but now it's just my life. And it got me thinking, Queensland, on 13353. What's the purpose of toenails? And, and I, I immediately, maybe you'd go to, you'd think what? I would think to protect the toe, right. but then also, like, the skin underneath the toenail wouldn't suck and be weak if it didn't have a toenail over it. Bingo! It would be strong. And we'd be used to it. You know, if we, is... if we never had toenails to start, it wouldn't serve a purpose. So, one triple three. This is your best one yet. Thank... I genuinely don't know. Thank you. One triple three five three. What's the purpose of, of toenails? Also, pedicures cost more money because I have to get both done. And, and I'll go get... get a Manny, and she's like, go, let's sort those feet out. That's an extra 60 bucks. Well, yeah, but from a, a male perspective, the only thing you your toenails ever give you a grief. You, you crack them, you get ingrown ones, mm-hmm. you get, you know what I mean? It's, um, I, I, for the life of me, I can't work out the purpose. It's almost like the nipple question. I get them for females, but for males, I don't know. Yeah, toenails have male nipple kind of right. purpose, I feel. Because I, I get that fingernails hmm. is so that you can actually grip onto something with your hands, but how much are you using your feet to grip onto things? Oh, I just hope you're not. Not enough. No. Maybe, is that something that we have not advanced well enough from caveman days, like we used to use our feet more to grip on? Maybe people used to scratch other people's backs with their feet. Maybe that was the thing. I guess they didn't have Netflix and stuff back then, so yeah, just toe Feet scratches and chills. One triple three five three Queensland to you. You are the only smart people here. What's the purpose of toenails? Bruce in Rocky, thanks for calling, mate. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, you ever think of this? You're out digging in your veggie garden, right? And you're mucking around, and you're covered in crap. Yep. Then you go and have a shower. Yep. Then you come down, and your toenails are full of dirt. Yep. And you clean them. Right. And then you look at them, and you think, "Well, I've got to cut them." You know, it's just like cutting a lawn. Why cut it and it's going to grow again? <laughs> Bruce, you had a couple of beers after work, Harvey. Nah, oh. I've just got home, mate. Oh, I'm on my first one now. Nah, nah Bruce is—he's ju- a human being who's sick of cutting his toenails. Yeah, I fair. actually respect it. I get it. it's another reason that we should ban toenails. I, I, okay, that's not what the purpose of this was, though. And appreciate the call very much, Bruce. But the question I'm going to get was, on to the premier and the prime minister. What, ban them. What, what's the purpose of toenails, Kevin and Harvey Bay? Surely you got something for us. Yeah, mate. Keep your feet on. What? That was outstanding from him. Give it, give him a clip. Give him a clap one. That's not a clap. Thanks, Kevin. So we've had Bruce that I don't know what he was saying. Kevin with the dad joke that his kids must be banging the doors in the car to. Producer Luke, I know you've done a bit of research here. Do you have an actual answer? Um. Yeah. Do you want to go to Mark first? Oh, okay. We got. Oh, we got another one. Right. Okay. Let's let's try best. Mark in Townsville. What do you got for us? Mate, it's all to do with balance. Your, your nails are there to help you with your balance. The same with your fingernails are there to support your your, your hands or your thumb when you're playing guitar, for example. Right. So if your nails fell off, there's a reason for it. If you don't use them, you lose them. 
So, Mark, is I what you're saying to me, if, if I had a boxing day today and we were doing some sparring and the other bloke punched the snot out of me the whole time, it's because my toenails have fallen off that I was balancing. It's not because I'm bad at the sport. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if, no. you, don't, you, if you don't do X, sit around and don't get to be used, then they go weak and they will fall off. I don't get the balance thing. They'd probably weigh less than a gram And also, collectively. thank you, Mark. Again, against what he's saying, oh, if you don't use them, they'll fall off. The opposite for me. I did a big walk and they did fall off. I also don't use mine. <laughs> Why haven't they fallen off? Luke. Um, apparently, they are possibly leftovers from, you know, some evolutionary Oh, for God's sakes. What a boring answer. From, no, no, they're no like but they're, they're also likely for a bit of protection because um, I guess if you had dropped something on your toe oh, while okay. you still had a toenail, it would have hurt, but I think if you go and drop something on your toenail-less toe now, it would hurt even more. I mean, it still hurts your toe. No, like, I'm not happy My toe never anything. does any major protection from my toe. I can confirm. I'm going to rip all mine off. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. And it's been wonderful to see that not just Queensland, the entire country still very much has Matilda's fever. They're in the middle of their Olympic qualifiers at the moment. And to tell us more, this man is fast becoming the voice of football right across this beautiful country with network tanny covers. The Socceroos and Matildas, your A-Leagues, your FFA Cups, you know... If it's a round ball, he's basically commentating. <laughs> Robbie Thompson, hello, mates. Good afternoon. How's it going? Robbie, doing really well. I am just absolutely dreadful at math. Can you, in idiot's terms, what do the Matildas need to do from here to make sure they qualify for the Olympics? The Matildas need um, to not lose, and they're through. They'll be at their third consecutive Olympic Games, which is no small feat considering there are only 12 teams qualifying the women's competition. So we're already talking about sort of the second round of the World Cup. So you've got out of your group, you're into, you're into the second round. That's basically, if they do not lose tonight against Uzbekistan, they will be through because they won the first leg 3-0 and they're on their way to Paris, fingers crossed. Mm, touch wood. Now, Robbie, there were some con- concerns from the girls about using Marvel Stadium. There was a pink concert just a few days ago. Do you think that the turf is up to scratch? Uh, Tony Gustafsson yesterday said that he thought it was playable as long as it's watered enough. Um, look, the, the girls are, are familiar with this sort of situation. We know that in Australia, soccer has for a long time not been the number one sport, that, that other sports where the ball spends less time on the ground um, don't rely so heavily on, the, on the, the quality of the pitch. It's different for, for soccer or football. It's very important that the pitch is in good nick. Um, probably pink hasn't left it in the greatest uh, sort of quality it could be in, but um, it'll be all right. It should be. A, it, it'll be all right. And and look, we ha- we have a three goal cushion from that first leg, and we have too much quality for this Uzbek side. Basically, we start favourites, so fingers crossed. You know, there, there'll be no hiccups or, or bad bounces along the way. Uh, hey, Robbie. Are you still shocked and in awe as to how the Matildas fever not only caught on during that World Cup, but the fact now, I think AB was telling me before, it's the 12th game in a row they've sold out, the fact that the country has stayed behind this team as well? Um, I'm not surprised just because I think women's sport and women's professional sport is the hottest ticket all around the world at the moment. There's no other sport that's growing like women's sport around the world and football being the number one sport in the world mm-hmm. obviously the opportunity for the Matildas to play against an Uzbekistan to play against England to host a World Cup where the entire world comes to Australia 
um, and is a part of it. I, I think in that respect, it's quite normal. I, what I think is fantastic is that we're at the forefront of it and that the, the women, the Australian women, the Matildas, are sort of in the top five, six teams in the world. And that's why we're seeing the population, the Australian people, get behind this team because we love a winner. And in this team, not only do we have a, a girls' team, which, you know, the whole country is craving for, for women's sport to, to continue to grow, and we've got some of the best in the world that are really on on the world stage. So, look, it makes perfect sense. And the fact that Taylor's left Melbourne means that this is the hottest ticket in town. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Very, very true. They would have rivaled each other, no doubt. Now, obviously, <laughs> Sam Kerr not involved in this contest. She's injured at the moment and, and he's going to be out. The girls did prove that they were able to get it done without her in the early stages of the World Cup. Is she still involved in a capacity at all, Robbie? Leadership or that sort of thing overarching? Yeah, look, Sam Kerr is, I mean, she is our version or women's football's version of like a Lionel Messi or a Cristiano Ronaldo. Even when she doesn't play for Australia, she still represents the Australian team. And I think, honestly, in in some respect, she's still there with the team. I think when opposition players come to play Australia, they think immediately of Sam Kerr. She is that big all around the world. I mean, she's a, a fantastic player with Chelsea. She, she's She's won everything in the game. Um, and so her presence is there. And also Steph Catley, who's a, a Melbourne girl who's taken over the captain's armband, said she spoke to Sam and said, look, you're still the captain of this side. And she is in constant you know, chats with her about how to captain the side, what she wants to do. So Sam's presence is, is here, even if her knee means she's sidelined. And unfortunately, I can't see her making the Olympics when Australia do qualify, you know, hopefully in four hours' time. Um, but her presence is there. There's no doubt about it. Oh, okay. Robbie Thompson, mate, we love your work. We really appreciate your time on the Rush Hour this afternoon. Fantastic. Cheers, Elliot. Cheers, AB. Good on you, mate. You can catch the Matildas v Uzbekistan. That is tonight live on Network 10, 10 Play and Paramount. Uh, pre-game Queensland time from 6.30pm. The match is kicking off at 7. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. <laughs> a single woman Elliot anymore. I am married and very much knocked up. So I'm speaking on behalf of all my single gal pals, of which there are many. In mm. fact, it's, I have to say it is criminal how many single women there are in their 30s and 40s in Queensland at the moment. And men. I don't think there's as many men. Okay. Barely any of my male friends are single. They're okay. all snapped up. Yep. Besides producer Luke, which is a travesty in itself. He doesn't want a relationship. No, but he put his hand up like, I'll let everyone know that I also am. No, I think it was a hand up like, hurry up what you're saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, true, Anyway, I just want to give a PSA to Queensland blokes from the women of Queensland. This is a popular opinion I've gathered over the last couple of months. Right. Stop sending your damn junk in photos. Oh, you know what, Picks? Richard Picks. Correct. Richard Picks. Richard Picks. Yeah. Your sausage dog photos. Richard Picks is fine. They... I did not realise how much of an actual epidemic this is to the point where I've looked at friends' dating apps and it is just picture after picture after picture after picture. And it's not necessarily predictable blokes that are sending them with weird kind of sketchy profiles. There are some guys who are, you know, in business shirts and and photos with getting the beers with their mates and they're the ones sending them as well. I don't know who is misinforming men that we want to see them straight up, but it is wrong. I, in fact, asked my girlfriends to compile a list of things they would rather you send a picture of than your business. Number one, they genuinely would rather see the picture of that bloody fish that you caught on the weekend than your Richard. Number two, 
They would prefer to learn about how your stool movements have been for the last week. Have they been healthy? Have you had any viruses of late? They'd rather know that than see a picture of your Richard unsolicited. Number three, maybe what you cooked this week. A couple of meal photos. Send those instead. Number four, a series of photos of your ex-girlfriends. All of these things they would prefer to receive Mm. than an unsolicited picture of your Don Johnson. I actually think it's really generous of men that they <laughs> send them out because then the woman at least gets a straight up idea of, oh, that's not for me. No, love that or whatever it might be. Stop speaking on behalf of Queensland women. They say no. I have Queensland female friends that enjoy a Johnson photo. When you ask for no, it. No, no, just as a nice surprise. No. Like a, oh, what's jumped out of the <laughs> You're literally cake? causing this problem. But men, continue. I promised them I would fix it. You're you, wrecking it. Do your thing. Keep on flicking Richard Pick's left, right and centre when they least expect it. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.